Welcome to the Six Figure Event Podcast. Here we get real about what it takes to build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, and event planner. We'll go places others won't, diving into the nitty gritty how-tos of events, strategy, sponsorship, and marketing. Plus, we have exciting interviews with those who've mastered their own craft and a segment called Interviews with Sponsors, where we get the lowdown of what sponsors really look for when sponsoring an event. This is where we win the event space together. I'm your host, Alicia May, founder of Eventistry by Alicia, mom of two, lover of Saturdays, and I'm obsessed with creating phenomenal, profitable events. With a decade of experience, I'm here to talk you through those event roadblocks and even help you get out of your own way. Don't get stuck while planning, strategizing, and budgeting an event or retreat. On the Six Figure Event Podcast, I'm your wing woman. We're going to grow your business, your following, and scale your dreams one event at a time. Hey, hey, welcome to the Six Figure Event Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia May. And today we have an interview with a sponsor, Podia. So Len is joining me and I actually met Len last year at an event and conference and I was completely blown away by Podia and the culture and the team and just all the resources that came along with it. So welcome Len to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to uh, to join you today. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you tell us more about Podia and what it's all about and why it's just so incredible. (laughs) Sure. Well, thank you for teeing that up for me. Uh, Podia is a platform that lets you host and sell your online courses, your digital downloads, your membership sites. Um, It's used by all kinds of digital product creators who want to take technical hassle out of selling stuff online. We handle all the tech, all the hosting, all the sales pages, all the checkout process. You name it, we handle it. You just upload your product and you are ready to sell. Yeah. And it was so easy. So I actually migrated my old products and courses and Podia took care of it all. I mean, I just said, Hey, here's the login. And they were able to do uh, within a couple of days. And, and it was all actually like perfect. (laughs) There was not one mistake on it. So the amount of customer service, I think that's what really kind of sets you apart. I feel from the rest and the kind of close-knit community that you have with your teammates. Am I right? <laughs> I, I, I hope so. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that that's your experience. I mean, we try very, very hard to differentiate ourselves with customer service and 24-7 live chat for everybody, no matter if you're paying or not. So I'm really, really glad to, uh, to hear that that came through. Absolutely. And I've been referring Podia like crazy to my own inner circle and network. And there's been a lot of people that have really received Podia and love it. So I'm thrilled about Podia. I talk about it all the time. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Excellent. So let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Um, I really want to know, because I know you had sponsored an event that I was at and Mm -hmm. I would love to know, pick your brain a little bit, what does Podia look for in a potential event when thinking about sponsoring that event? We look for engagement. Uh, I see a lot of sponsorship decks and packages that are focused on impressions. How many eyeballs will at some point come across our brand? Meaning kind of the more you pay, the more we'll plaster your logo on stuff. Mm. And that is a really good metric for say Pepsi or Nike, right? Where everybody knows the brand and they just want to keep it front and center. Mm -hmm. But as a company that isn't 
known by you know nearly every person on the planet, we have to go a lot deeper than that so that people can actually learn who we are, learn how we can help them. And an impression of our logo doesn't actually help us very much. So we want engagement. We want deep connections with attendees. We want to do workshops where we can teach them something that they'll remember us for. We want to do live webinars for attendees after the event. We want to get a lot of opportunities to have conversations with people at the event. And we want an environment that supports all of that. You know, we don't want to be one of a hundred sponsors, a 3000 person event. We'd much rather be one of five sponsors or maybe the only software sponsor at a 100 person event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. So what, in your opinion, makes a great pitch? Because we talked about the deck and the impression. So what would make a great pitch? Is it the ideas coming from the event sponsor host? Or is it the collaboration between you two? What makes a great pitch? I think what makes a really great pitch, it's all of that. But I think ultimately, for me, somebody who really understands their audience and shows me that their audience could use our product and that we would be a good fit. I love to see data around this. And again, I don't mean, you know, impressions. You know, I don't really care how many retweets your event got last year, although I get why everybody puts in their decks. What I mean is data around how likely we are to be really great fit for your attendees. The, for the very best pitches that I've ever gotten, they have always had data, typically from attendee surveys or chats or Facebook group conversations about whether attendees already sell online courses or not, about how many of them already monetize their audience in other ways, how many of them use our competitors' products, uh, or how many of them you know, talk about challenges like building courses or monetizing my audience as a big problem. And that kind of stuff just makes my job easy because that's the first big question that I need to answer when I'm thinking about whether an event makes sense for us. Are we going to be in a room with people who can get value from Podia? And after that, if you can answer that for me, it becomes so much easier for me to run the numbers and figure out if we can make a sponsorship work. Right. Well, that's great advice because a lot of people think that you need a million hits on your website or you need to plaster the logo everywhere. And, you know, when it comes down to it, it's really about the activation, I think, between you and the event and what you can co-create together. So you kind of mentioned a little bit who your ideal audiences for sponsorship would be. Would you mind kind of elaborating on that? What have you done in the past for ideal sponsor? Sure. So we're looking for people who are building an audience around their creative work, whether that's through blogging or podcasting or vlogging or social media or anything like that. We want to show creators that they can earn money from their work, not by selling ads or affiliate links necessarily, but by creating something that people want to pay for and selling it directly to their audience. And obviously that can take different directions (laughs) from event planners to designers, to crafters, to marketing folks. It can take a million different directions, but essentially we're we're looking for people who are building an audience around their creative work. Right. That's wonderful. Now, in terms of great pitch slash being at an event, what has been your favorite activation or what what has been your favorite thing to do at an event that you saw most, not even ROI, but the most engagement for people to kind of receive Podia and sign up for it later? This is a great question. So for us, the very best event partnerships that we do, and this is actually one of the reasons that one of the things we look for in an event partnership now is we want the event organizer to be a creator themselves. And we want them to have digital products that they sell 
uh, whether it's online courses or you know even ebooks, digital downloads, or a membership community, because we want them to be using Podia, not because it's an extra customer for us that's kind of really really minor in the scale of the cost of an event sponsorship, um, but because when an event organizer gets on stage and says, hey, I want to introduce you know, Len from Podia. He's going to give you a workshop. And by the way, I absolutely love Podia. It is the most fantastic platform I have ever used. You should all check it out. Having that validation from the organizer, having that you know, voice of, of enthusiasm makes a massive difference because now the entire group of attendees who have come together around this one organizer has permission from this person who influences them to use our product, to check out our product, and not just permission, but encouragement. And that to me just always seems like a much more powerful pitch, a much more authentic pitch than, hey, check out Podia. I've never tried them, but they paid me a bunch of money for this. Uh, so exactly, <laughs> that's, that's one of the things that by far is the greatest activation for us is when the event organizer actually uses Podia. And we make it really easy, right? I mean, we do free migrations. People over from other platforms all the time. It's not hard for event organizers to do this. Um, we try to make that super easy, but just by doing that simple thing and having that organizer use the product and, and just become a fan and evangelist because they love it and not just because we're writing a sponsorship check, it makes a big difference. Exactly. Totally glad to hear that because when I met you and when at the event that we were at in Perfect Boss, we Ashley was a huge advocate for the, the platform and she hosted all of her things. And, and then hearing you kind of the subsequent encouragement, I'm like, oh, I have to, I definitely have to, to switch my products and the courses and services over. So um, any advice for those looking for sponsorship? If you were to say, okay, here is what you should do or what you could do to, because a lot of people come to me and they say, I haven't heard back from a sponsor, <laughs> right? That's their like biggest thing. It's like crickets on the other side. So what would your advice be for those looking for sponsorship? I think that other than doing what I mentioned around really trying to craft every sponsorship pitch around, you know, a fit for somebody's audience, realize that sponsors are looking for you too. And you should try to make it really easy for us to find you. Like I said, like if we wanted to sponsor the biggest events in our industry, well, those are really easy to find. They have 3,000 people attending and 100 sponsors, and I know exactly where to look. Mm -hmm. But those aren't the kinds of events we look for. We look for smaller, more curated events where we can actually connect with the audience without all that noise. And I've had a lot of conversations with my peers, with marketers and teams who have exactly the same approach. But the problem, and this is a problem we've all talked about sharing, is that those events are a lot harder to find. Right. Often it's you know, a single entrepreneur planning that 80-person retreat or that 100-person summit. And all of the marketing around that event is directed at their community. And if I'm not in that community, it's going to be really hard for me to find the event. And so I would really encourage event organizers to be a lot more aggressive about marketing and helping us find your event. Look at who sponsored you know, similar events all over the industry and reach out to them. I would survey your audience and ask them what kind of products they love and reach out to those companies. I would survey your audience and ask them what their biggest challenges are and reach out to companies who can solve that challenge. I had a, an event approach me with a pitch that they have never had a an online course platform uh, work with their event before, but they asked in their Facebook group and they sent me screenshots and they'd asked, you know, who here is looking to build an online course in the next year? And hundreds of people like the post. So that to me is clear validation that this could be a good fit. And just by having done this research, like, of course I'm going to respond to that email. Right. <laughs> if you do a Google search 
for blank conferences in 2019, right? Blank is whatever kind of event you're putting on, creator conference or blogger conferences or event planner conferences. Well, there's a good chance that the front page of Google is going to have some roundup articles that people have written, like you know, the best blogger conferences of 2019 or 2020. And all of us that are looking for events to sponsor are doing the exact same Google search and we're seeing the same roundups. And so if you want- Wow, to- that's crazy. Right. Isn't that weird? That is so weird. (laughs) And if you want to get in front of us, then reach out to those writers and have your event added to that. Just do anything that makes it easier for me to find your event as early in the planning process as possible. Yeah, that's incredible. To me, it's really mind boggling to think that sponsors are looking for you, right? I mean, when you said that, I'm like, yeah, but... Yeah, it's, and, and, it's great to hear that right from... Totally. And, and if you think about it, right, I mean, one of the reasons that people probably don't get their emails responded to and, and, and complain about it is because you email a handful of companies. And what are the chances that the day that your email lands in some marketer's inbox, they're looking for an event to sponsor? The chances are probably pretty low. They're probably thinking about a hundred other things, maybe a thousand other things at that time. But what if you could get in front of people who are already looking for something to sponsor, people who want to find something that they can put their sponsorship dollars behind because it's a great fit for their audience. Those people are looking for you. And so I think a much better use of your time is just to make it really easy to find you and come out and meet us where we're looking rather than kind of taking a chance and taking that kind of spray and pray approach of emailing every company you can think of. Right. That's a great idea. Now, one of my uh, goals was to meet as many sponsors as I can in person. Do you think that has some leverage if I met you in person as opposed to a cold email? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I think it's a great approach. I don't think there's anything we can do to override the fact that you know, we're human. And mm-hmm. when I'm deciding between a couple of different, when I'm deciding where my sponsorship budget is going to be allocated, to an extent, I'm going to look at the number one priority, which is, is this going to be a profitable conference for us? But if I'm choosing between three events that could be equally profitable for us, of course, I'm going to choose the one where I have the relationship with the organizer and you know they've been kind to me or I've met them in person. And I've already kind of gotten past that objection or hesitation of, you know, hey, the event sounds good, but I don't really know this organizer. I don't really know if I'm comfortable working with them. That overcomes that before I even have it. Right. Okay. That's great info. And I guess one last question on my mind is how far in advance do you think that people should reach out to you in terms of sponsorship? And if it's a cold email and you love that community, that brand, et cetera, how far in advance would you like to know or to start that process? I would like to know as soon as possible. This is going to be more difficult for some, right? If this is the first year you're putting on the event and you don't have a ton of data that you could back it up with, I'm not sure that I'll be able to swing sponsorship check, you know, eight months in advance without even knowing, you know, that you have speakers lined up or anything like that, or a year in advance without knowing that kind of stuff. If you have a bit of a track record and you've done this a couple of times, then I would want to know as soon as the last year's event is over, if not Mm. sooner. I've sponsored events and written a check for the next year's event the week after the event happened. And that's, is my preferred way to do it because we have a lot lot of moving parts that we have to manage too, right? With travel schedules and making sure we're not, you know, because one of our key criteria for sponsoring an event is we want to be on site. We have to travel and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, it's better to book that time before anybody else does. And so I would love to know as early as possible when you're planning your event. Okay. That sounds great. Well, anything else that you want to talk to us about Podia or any kind of resources that we can kind of poke around with when you go to podia.com? Yeah. If you go to podia.com, you can learn a little more about the product that we offer, about the kinds of creators that we serve. If you go to podia.com slash resources, we have 
a ton of guides there around creating online courses. We have all kinds of free tools. Um, there's a generator where you can create you know, a digital download PDF for free. You don't have to give us your email for that one or anything. We have sales copy generators, all kinds of stuff that you can use, whether you are looking for a place to create, host, and sell a digital product, or if you're running an event for creators and looking for a sponsor that uh, is really excited about finding great events to sponsor. Yeah, that's amazing. I want to talk to more people like you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Len, for being on the podcast as a guest. And hopefully you receive some emails in this 20 minutes that we've recorded of people that are looking for somebody like you as well to sponsor their event. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Event Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and take the tools and tips and information from our guest speakers to help build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, or event planner. Join us again next week for a new episode that I hope will continue to help you win in the events.